Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy, and I am the motherfucking CEO. I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn, Vaughn Diesel. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Vaughn the Impaler. Vaughn Jovi. <laughs> Vaughn Halen. <laughs> we could go on and on. We could. Um, the pastor of disaster is in the house. What's up, dude? Uh, things are good. I'm headed to uh, Chicago. You are? Yeah. For what? I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you. Oh, yeah? This is going to be good. The 20th anniversary of my college graduation. Oh, that'd be cool, man. Oh, it's going to be awesome, but it just means I'm old. Oh, that's not. Yeah. That's no big deal. Yeah, well, that's true. Actually, I like getting old. So what's going on, dude? We have, I've been uh, out. I was out last week. I I was then sick for Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I missed a big UFC special edition podcast. Tyron. Yeah. He was awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. He's an he, awesome he, guy. He's he was incredible. What a humble dude. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he was he was really good. But we missed you. Yeah, I know. And so uh, like, dude, it's like I'm I feel like I'm out of the groove, you know? I feel like I'm like uh this is the first time. It's like going on a first date again. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I, I should have brought you flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have a I have a funny list of things in front of me right now. Oh, you do? Yeah, right. and I I want to read you a couple of these right. things. And and I want you to tell me what these things have in common, okay? Okay. All right. The first one is Smith and Wesson mountain bikes. You know what? You know Smith and Wesson? You know the Dude, come on. <laughs> come on. I just I made a status about guns um on my Facebook. I had to block like 30 people off of it because they're such fucking assholes about oh, really? about the gun rights. Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, be respectful of people's views. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially like, if you're on their no, Facebook. No, like dude, when you're on fucking social media and you're like like I'm the kind of person like if I see if I see like Somebody posts something I don't agree with, I just fucking keep scrolling. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I never see, and people could say right, left wing, whatever. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not anything. I don't yeah. identify myself. I mean, if I vote, it's traditionally uh, a Republican vote. Yeah. Because I'm fiscally conservative and I right. believe in their policies. But, you know, I'm socially liberal. Like, I'm cool with all the fucking social rights. Like, do your own <laughs> thing. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? What I care right. about is that we're in a good financial position and the, the economy's healthy and the business right. is good because right. my focus is business. Right. All right? So <clears throat> I'm going to say this and it's going to piss some people off and I don't really give a shit because it's the fucking truth. It's always fucking liberal-minded people that stick their fucking nose into other people's statuses. I never, ever see somebody post a liberal status and see right-wing people commenting. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever. I never fucking see it. And I'm friends with a lot of liberal people that I like and I love. And a lot of my family, I love you guys, okay? But I don't agree with a lot of the shit you believe in. But I don't get on there and say, you know, I'm not going to get on there and fucking argue with you. I don't, right. You have your fucking view. Right. You know what I mean? No, I don't yeah. get it. So I don't like, know if you noticed this the other day, but I posted a comment. Actually, it was it was a reply to another comment that somebody had uh, that, uh, from something you posted. And then I was like, no. I'm I'm gonna I just deleted my comment because it really it really set me off because you posted that quote about Reagan yeah uh, about the personal responsibility yeah, yeah, yeah. it was awesome yeah so somebody po- posts I'm not a fan of Reagan because of the war on uh, the Iran drugs Contra. yeah and then yeah. Iran and I was like dude you know what fuck dude, you I don't yeah, care seriously and like, you told and like, you totally missed the point dude that wasn't even look, the point of the post dude 
it, it, it's just I just don't understand it because it seems to be like a one way thing right. where the liberal people fucking jump in and yeah. like have to put the fucking two cents yeah. in. It's like, dude, you know what? If I wanted to get on your page and make you look like a fucking asshole, I could, yeah. but I don't. And yeah. here's the other thing, just so you know, if you're listening right now, I'm pretty good at talking shit. So if you're going to come on my fucking page, I'm going to outwit you. Yeah. All right. You're going to lose the battle. Yeah. So come talk shit. I'm going to fucking outwit you. You're going to go away with your tail between your legs and you're going to look stupid. <laughs> so bring it on, motherfuckers. That's true. So, so, so we got off on a way, way, way. Uh, All right. So Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Smith and Wesson. So the next one is. Everybody like, go buy a gun, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Pro gun here, motherfucker. Smith and Wesson mountain bikes. So the next product is Lifesaver Soda. You know, like Lifesavers? Dude, you don't have to explain to me this fucking <laughs> shit that everybody fucking knows. Okay, and the Tyler, third, do you know the, life, your Lifesavers? <laughs> and the third one you should know a lot about is Clairol's Touch of Yogurt Shampoo. Okay. So you know what all those things have in common? I, yeah. What? They're fucking extensions of brands that are never going to fucking work. Well, maybe, but they are they they were catastrophic failures. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In so many words or less. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not focusing on what you're good at. You're trying yeah. to get into something that you don't know nothing about, and that's where most people fuck up. Right. Like, dude, I've seen dude, I've seen people very very close to me make hundreds of millions of dollars. And lose all of it because they got into shit they didn't know. Right. You know, I get asked. That's why people are like, oh, are you an investor? No, I'm not a fucking investor because I don't know enough shit yet. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. I know what I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so I invest in myself at this point. Now, do will I get to a point? You know, I just sat down with um, Gary Vaynerchuk last week in New York, and which was fucking awesome. Dude. What did you eat, by the way? I'm kind of curious. We didn't eat. We just drank. Oh, just drank. Yeah. Okay. So I drank whiskey on the rocks. Yeah. And he drank some fruity shit. And I posted it on Instagram. And he commented back. He's like, I didn't drink fruity shit with his muscles. Like the muscle emoji. It was funny, dude. Like, first of all, the guy is super cool. Like, super, super, super cool. No no fakeness. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just made me feel good about supporting him. His Jets are doing okay this year. Oh, yeah, they are, yeah. man. They just beat the shit out of the uh, Dolphins over yeah. in London the other yeah. day. Yeah, the Dolphins just fired their Dude, uh, their running back, Chris Ivory, he's a fucking stud, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is a he's a horse. Yep. But but anyhow, we, we sat down, we talked a lot, mostly talk about life, um, just really just bullshit stuff. I mean, I just want to meet the guy. He's, he's had an impact on me. I want to say thank you, you know. And um, but to anybody wondering, like that hasn't had a chance to meet Gary, cool as fuck, totally authentic, totally real, um, totally like our kind of guy. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so N not not pretentious. No, man, dude, yeah. we're sitting in this nice restaurant in New York. I'm wearing fucking shorts, or I'm wearing Wrangler jeans I got for 40 bucks, you know, and a, and a fucking sweatshirt that I got for free out of the back of the warehouse here. <laughs> and he's wearing a t-shirt and khakis, you know, That's awesome. and his sneakers. Cool dude, man. Um, but anyhow, uh, you know, he always says, stick to what you fucking know, mm -hmm. you know, do what you're good at and fuck everything else. And that's what I'm doing right now. And like, maybe I'll get to a phase where he's at, you know, he's a number of years older than me um, to where he's, you know, he's invested in a lot of different things and done a lot of different things. And, you know, I'm not at that point yet. Right. Uh, it's just, a, you know, maybe right. that maybe I'll go that route. But right now I'm I'm doing what I know how to do. Well, and and I not sticking to the, to the to the things that people know is one of the reasons that one of the many reasons people fail. And, right. and I know you and I talked about. Uh, our topic, actually, we do have a topic this morning, yeah. uh, and that is that um, we're going to talk about failure. 
I can talk about failure uh, because, you know, success um, involves a lot of failure, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I, I actually have a note right here in my phone um, for Periscope ideas. So, like, I've got a note in notes for ideas that I could do Periscopes. Mm-hmm. And that's how – because mm-hmm. I can't – when they come to me, you know, I just put them in my notes here. And, and uh, the one, the note that says from yesterday, which is weird because I didn't know that this is what we were going to talk about. Um, it says you can't avoid failure. And just so we can verify this right here, see that? Nice. Yes, see? I'm looking at it. So it I says can testify right here to our studio audience. Because – it, it was something I felt like we need to talk about because I see so many, you know, younger entrepreneurs and not just younger people, like, especially actually now that I'm thinking about it, especially people who are like in their maybe late thirties, forties or early fifties. And they're like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to, I've always had this good idea. Or I've had this, this idea, or I've had this plan and blah, blah, blah. And they get stuck in that plan phase because they're trying to figure out a plan that's going to avoid them failing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what that does is it eliminates your ability to move forward in any way. And you end right. up being 70 years old saying, man, I could have done you know, this. I could have done this. I had this great idea, but I was so fucking scared I didn't do it. Right. And, and I can't really think of anything worse. So you know, when we talk about you can't avoid failure, you have to realize that I'm being literal. You're not going to fucking avoid it. Nobody ever in the history of success, okay, study anybody who's successful, whether it be on a small scale, um, I'm talking about in business, mm-hmm. whether it be on a small mm-hmm. scale, and let me clarify that because I consider success to be, and I've said this before, in many different areas of life. You can be very successful in business and be a total fucking failure as a parent. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or as a spouse. Okay, but we're talking about business right now. So when we talk about anybody who's been successful in the history of earth, you cannot find somebody who hasn't failed multiple times to get to that point. Okay. It doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't fucking exist. Is, is there the one out of a trillion? Maybe, maybe there is. I don't know that person. I've never read that person's story. Okay. Cause I know there's these people out there right now, the same motherfuckers were talking about Facebook comments earlier. Right. They're saying, Oh, Andy, I know this one guy, blah, blah, blah. Here, <laughs> you know, Fuck you, okay? You and your little story and your little comment, stick it up your ass, okay? But for the rest of us, it doesn't exist, okay? You have to understand and accept the fact that you're going to fall on your fucking face multiple times, and you have to be okay with that, Mm -hmm. okay? It's just like riding a bike. You jump on the bike the first time, what happens? You fucking fall over, you know? You jump on the bike the second time, you go a couple feet. And what happens? You fall over, you skin your knee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is the cool thing. Like when we're kids, we, we, we don't have this fear of failure. You know, think about like learning to walk. Okay. When you learn to walk, you didn't like fall down the first time and say, fuck this, I can't do it. You know, you, when you learn to ride a bike, you didn't do that. You know, all these things that you learned, how to tie your shoes, you didn't quit. The quitting is, a, is, a, is something that is instilled on us, and the fear of failure is something that's instilled in us by society as we grow and go old, grow older and communicate with other humans. They put this fucking fear inside of us. You know, you know how they do that? They do things like when you trip and fall um, and you're trying a new sport in grade school, the kids that are better than you make fun of you. And 
and they laugh at you, right? right it doesn't right, feel good. Right. Okay. And then, um, you know, you're trying to learn a new uh, instrument and you're no good. And the guy who's better than you says, dude, you fucking suck. You see what I'm saying? Right, absolutely. So there, there's a million different scenarios just like that. And if we think back to our kid, our, our childhood, I can think back to times, you know, where I wasn't good at shit and people made fun of me, you know, and right. I did quit on right. certain things. But the point I'm trying to make here is that the, the fear of this failure is instilled in us. It's not something we're born with. Okay. So Absolutely. inherently you are wired for success. Yeah. You've just let people put the idea of that failure is some bad thing. You've connected those dots in your brain through your life. I've got to inject this because I love your analogy or your reference to childhood. So, you know, I have a two-year-old daughter. Yeah. Well, she's crazy on the, on the uh, you know, the jungle gym and all that stuff. And you're right that we w- kids, you know, when she jumps off the, the slide and she totally wipes out. I mean, she cries, but she doesn't cry because she's like, oh, man, I failed. She cries because it hurt. Right. You know? Uh, it's it's when we get older that we attempt those kinds of things, and when we experience that failure, we don't just. It's not the hurt. It's not the hurt. It's, it's the, we beat ourselves up. Exactly. We're like, oh man, right? I should have gotten that right the first exactly. time. Exactly. You know. So so in I, I mean in light of that, I mean if it is inevitable and you're going to experience failure over and over again, I mean you've experienced that. So I mean, what do you what do you tell yourself? Like, do you, what do you what do you mentally like when you sit down? You, you, you know, have to the, first of all, you have to understand. That you have, do you have to accept this right now? Failure is a part of the process. It's a part of the recipe. We talk about, you know, you've heard you've heard me say, struggle is a part of the recipe. You know, it's a part of the cake, dude. Failure is a part of the cake too. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna fuck shit up. Big deal. Okay, accept that right now. Accept mm-hmm. it right now. I'm going to fuck up. I'm gonna be embarrassed. I'm, my feelings are gonna get hurt, and that's the way it's gonna be. Yeah. Okay, accept it. It's like a fact of life. Yes. Yeah. It's like the fucking air we breathe. It's gravity. It's a fucking law. You're going to have it. Mm-hmm. All right? It's like apologizing that, I don't know, you sneezed or something. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, look. Nobody goes through this. Like, you see these polished people that go through life and they become successful. And you think, man, that guy's just got it. He's got it. Mm-hmm. No, you know what that guy has? He has a will to not give up when he falls on his fucking face. And usually he'll laugh at himself and say, man, that was pretty fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's how you deal with it. So get over the fact that you're going to, that, that, that you're going to, because how ignorant and honestly, how arrogant is it for you to think that you are going to come up knowing that everybody fails, that you are going to come up with this perfect plan where you don't fucking fail, even though right. everybody else on earth goes through this. Right. Okay. So. Think about how arrogant that thought is. Mm-hmm. It's very arrogant. A little yeah. different, isn't it? Yeah. Different perspective. Yeah. All right. Very so, naive, too. I nobody mean, this, thinks about it like yeah. that. So, like, when you sit here and say, oh, i got this plan. i got to come up with all these ways. And, you know, I'm not going to fail. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're afraid to fucking fail. And you think you're going to come up with a plan. Dude, you're actually insulting everybody else who's gone through the process. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. So people don't think of it like that. Right. You know, they think of it like, oh, if I if I fail my lemonade stand, you know, John, my neighbor, he's going to laugh at me. So I'm not even going to fucking try to put up my lemonade stand. Right. You know, so you have to accept the fact that failure is a part of the process. All right. That's step number one. You know, <clears throat> I personally, I respect anybody who fucking attempts anything. Mm-hmm. All right. So you ask me what I say. Like I say, dude, 
if you're attempting shit and you fail, I you earn my respect. And right. you should respect yourself. Okay? Because 99% of the people on earth are fucking pussies. And they won't even try. So if you've got the fucking balls to come through and fucking step out and try, dude, you're already in that 1%. Your income might not show it. Your house might not show it. Your car might not show it. But your fucking heart shows it. All right? And that's what people have to understand. You have to fucking get over the idea that failure is a bad thing and accept it and do it regardless of whatever the fear is because you're going you're gonna to earn self-respect. You're going to earn a feeling of confidence from knowing that, hey, I fucking, at least I had the balls to do that. Right. All right? So that's, that's the first thing I, I say. Like, hey, when I, when I talk to somebody who's, who's got this fear, that's what I tell them. I'm so like, you, you, would, you would say that even the worst player on a, on a football team is better than a spectator? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, everybody hates the guy that stands on this fucking sideline who's never played the game ever at any level and is a fucking expert because he was too fucking pussy to go out and play. But he's become this expert. Imagine the jail that guy lives in in his fucking mind. It's like got to be like the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. So if you've got the balls to go out and do something, dude, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the thing is, you mentioned like the, the players. You mentioned, you know, like think about all the guys that you saw this past weekend on college football who dropped passes or all the guys in baseball who fucking strike out. Or make an error. You know what the funny thing is? They're still a hundred fucking times better than you because they're out there doing it. Right. Okay. These guys aren't embarrassed to fail. It's just part of the deal. And they all accept that you're going to make mistakes. Shit's going to happen no matter what level you're at. Failure's a part of the recipe. And, it, and at least when you're failing, you're in the fucking game. You're not on the sidelines like a little bitch. Yeah. All right. So first off, understand you're going to fail. Second off, understand that when you do fucking fail, at least you had the balls to fail. Yeah. All right. So what do you what do you do with these people that are just devastated by it though? I mean, they just take it personally. Like, oh, I, I'm I'm nothing. I'm zero because I, I I attempted this business and it just. I think everybody starts there, right? Yeah. I mean, we all start there because just like I said a minute ago, how it was condi- we're conditioned to learn that failure is this bad thing. You know, when we get older and we get to the age of starting a business, whether that be in your young teens, you know. Or, or whatever, you know, you're already in that situation where, you know, it's a bad thing if I fail. But you have to understand, you have to, you have to reframe the thought of failure, okay? I don't even think of failure as failure. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, when I think of it, I don't even fucking think of it. Like, I don't think of the word failure, I think of the word learning. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. Like, every time, I was thinking about this on the drive up here today, like, <clears throat> Our goal with what we're trying to do in our, our actual business is, is, you know, our number growth goal is a billion dollars. And I know we're going to get there. I don't have any fucking doubts. We come in here and we struggle every day to figure out how we're going to do that. But do I doubt that goal? No, I don't. But I automatically know that we're going to make up a lot of mistakes as we go. You know what I mean? But I don't doubt the goal. Right. I just, and I'm okay with the fuck ups that we make, mm-hmm. but I know we're going to get there. So like, I don't even look at it as failure anymore. I, I look at it 100% from my heart as a learning experience. I look at every single thing as an investment in my education when I fail. And I say, you know, hey, I just won't do that again. Mm -hmm. And that's one less thing that I have to overcome moving forward because I know not to do that. All right. So part of succeeding and part of getting where you want to be is figuring out what doesn't fucking work. And everybody who's successful in the course of history understands that concept. So 
if you want to be somewhere, you've got to figure out how not to get there before you figure out how to get there. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm no, saying? No, absolutely. And you mentioned something about age, and there's no question, in my opinion anyway, that the age definitely works in your favor. Like the older you get, the more you realize, dude, I can remember in seventh grade, like I had just gone from, from you know, elementary school to middle school, and that was like a big deal. And I got a D in algebra. Dude, I thought my life was over. Like I, I, I thought there was no way that I, mean, I thought I was going to flunk, be held back, that my life was over. And just to think how silly that is, how stupid that is. And, and for me, as you get older, you realize that setbacks, like how many setbacks in life are permanent? One, death. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly. saying? That's it. So, so, so let's see. You can fucking die. Yeah. Or you can learn something from your fuck up. You can laugh it off and you can move forward. I mean, how many stories of success do we talk about? Donald Trump, all right? The guy's a billionaire. He's running for president. And think what you want about him. The guy's failed bankruptcy multiple times. You know, filed bankruptcy multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's failing. A lot of people will file bankruptcy and they're fucking done. Right. That's it. You know, they don't say, they don't have that internal, like, hunger to keep moving forward or, or to, to, uh, progress past that point they they get devastated by it it ruins their life you know they go in a hole and they fucking die you know and yeah. and to, if that's you if you've had somebody punch you in the face if you've had somebody you know bury you if you've declared bankruptcy or you've been in you know these crazy situations that most people will quit and you're sitting here saying yeah but you don't understand no i do fucking understand i've been in all those situations and i'm gonna tell you right now get the fuck over it and quit being a pussy Okay, because more people have had there's there's a million people out there that have harder circumstances than you have and have still come back and succeeded. It, it does it does seem like the truly successful people they just don't make a big deal about the no, failure. I remember uh, it's just you remember you remember Jerry Rice, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I remember like years ago asking somebody like why why is Jerry Rice such an incredible uh, wide receiver? And the answer at the time like confounded me. I had absolutely no idea what they were talking about. But they said. Jerry has a short-term memory. And I was like, what? And then I realized, if he didn't catch a ball, or if he made a bad play, forgot about it. He just moved on. Dude. And I, and I think, isn't it true that that's what the most successful people do? They fail, and they're like, oh, okay, that wasn't that big a deal. Move on. Yeah, and, and they also reframe those failures as an, as an investment in their education. When you're a fucking entrepreneur, there's really no school for it. I mean, is there a classes at school for entrepreneurship? Yeah, but they suck. You're better off going out and starting a business. And then you learn all the shit you need to know. So if you're an entrepreneur, you're in business, you're in a career even, you have to look at your mistakes as an educational investment in yourself. And if you reframe failure as learning and fuck-ups as an investment in your, in your knowledge base, then all of a sudden you could go from being devastated by failures to being encouraged by them because you understand that you're one step closer to figuring it out. How many times did Thomas Edison have to fuck up the light bulb to get it to work? 9,999 times. I mean, I don't know if that's the actual truth, but that's the story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. On the 10,000th time, the light bulb came up. I'm sure that's exaggerated <laughs> yeah. a little. But the no, point I is, think you're right. I think that's pretty close to the number. It was it No, was I know, but I'm saying like, I'm sure maybe it was 3,000 times. Yeah, right, in real life. right, right. But the, fu- the point is, is the guy fucked up a lot. Mm-hmm. But he said, all right, well, that's one step closer to being where I want to be because I know that's how you not do it. Knowing what not to do is just as important as knowing what to do. And the only way you know not 
know what not to do is buy fucking shit up. It's true. You, you it, know sounds, what I'm it says sounds ridiculous, but it's absolutely no, man. It's just it's, true. It's common sense to people who yeah. are on the other side of the mountain. You know, when you're on the other side of the mountain, and what I mean by that is like when you're at the front of the mountain, you're you know the naive starting out, not experienced entrepreneur. But when you get some salt, you get some grit. You've been through some fucking battles, and you're mm-hmm. on the other side of the mountain. This shit is common sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But a lot of our listeners are those people who are afraid to like stick their fucking foot in the water. Right. You know what I mean? They're they're in planning mode and they're and they're in the how am I going to develop the perfect plan mode? How am I going to construct the perfect plan with no obstacles where nobody criticizes me and no dude, you can't. Mm-hmm. So get the fuck over it or be fucking broke. Right. Period. So so this sounds kind of heartless on my on my part, but do you think it's even possible? I mean, it sounds like I'm kicking somebody while they're down, but do you even think it's possible like when people fail and when they're like beating themselves up about it? Isn't that in a way kind of egotistical? Because it's really they just don't want to look bad. Or I mean, what I'm saying is, I guess I feel like if your if your goal is really to build something great, you know, to just kill it and 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 to and to create an incredible business, maybe it won't maybe it won't bother you as much. But if it's if it's all about you and you looking good, oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about that? I don't know, man. I never thought about it like that. But I, you know, now that you say that, it kind of does show you where your priorities are. Yeah. If you're so fucking afraid to fail that you don't want to look bad or you don't want to be embarrassed or you don't want to be, um, you know, the, you know, you just don't want to step out and, and be responsible for those mistakes, then you're probably making your whole little journey far more about you than it should be. Right. That makes sense. I never yeah. thought about it like that. Yeah. But just, yeah, that is egotistical. Yeah. And that that you know most people. Most people build a false ego. You know, a healthy ego is a good thing, in my opinion. You yeah. know, I'm not saying like overinflated ego, just a healthy ego. It gives you confidence. It makes mm-hmm. you feel good. You know what I mean? You walk with a little swagger. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you make everything about you and you build up this false ego and you don't want anybody to poke a little fucking hole in it, that's a problem because it's yeah. going to hold you back. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, you know, I don't know, man. Like, the reality is, is like, it's just part of the process. And you have to get that through your head. And if you can't get that through your head, you can't accept the fact that, you know, A, it's part of the process. B, it's necessary because you're going to learn every fucking thing you need to know from failing. Um, and C, not and being okay with failing, it, it, it's impossible to get anywhere in, mm-hmm. in, in success. Mm-hmm. It just is. So... Um, while that may be common sense for some of our more experienced listeners, you know, when you're in the beginning, man, it's a hard thing to accept. You know, you don't want to fucking open up your lawn care business and then go out of business. And because that's like the fear, right? You know, I'm going to go out of business and everybody's going to know I fucking failed. They're going to know right. I'm broke. They're going to know I don't have any money. Who gives a fuck? Right. No, one, it doesn't matter. Dude, in 10 years, those people aren't going to fucking matter in your life anyway. Right. You know what I mean? And why do we care? We care about people we should not care anything about, like their opinions. Dude, that's it's a whole no- crazy. that's a whole other fucking podcast. It really is. You know it what really I mean? Is. It's good thoughts on failure, though. Yeah, how, man. how would you want to wrap it up? You know, just get the fuck over yourself and go out and do shit. That's the bottom line. You know, go out, fuck shit up, learn your mistakes, and move forward. And if you could be okay with that, there's really nothing that can stop you. Never run the sidelines, I only hustle, hustle, hustle. Never take a day off, I only
mess around, kid, I only count. Money never sleeps.